Oh, boys. Oh, oh boys. Oh, boy. you know, you really... With Pete and Jamie Wide. This week on Po' and Boys. And Josh. This week on Po' Boys. Uh, I don't I don't really know how Jamie Wade's Po' Boys would be, you know? I also don't even know if they still make River Monsters. I um, feel like it's a dated reference that no one's going to understand. And most people are going to talk about this episode in terms of monster hunter the video game i haven't i don't know i well that's a poll is which one's more popular river monsters with jimmy wide or what did you say monster hunters monster hunter the video game i'm gonna i'm gonna go out on a limb and say uh monster hunter though I mean, you can't underestimate Mass Appeal and Middle America and, you know, what Mom and Pop are watching because apparently River Monsters uh, had ten seasons. Ten seasons? Ten seasons. There's that many monsters in the world and rivers to have ten seasons? He really made monsters out of things (laughs) that were not monsters. Look, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the show River Monsters. It's on Animal Planet. With Jammy Wide. He's a fisherman, and he fishes for River Monsters, which are, like, freshwater predatory fish so like obviously episode one is the piranha but then very quickly you know it's like oh a sawfish it's like really sawfish is going around like murdering people come calm calm down calm down he does one on there's literally like a vegetarian piranha it's called a paku it has like people teeth and he does one about that and it's like well one time one time it bit a guy this one time so it's a monster in this it counts in this village, this one time, somebody went into the water, and then it was the piranha. Which of course, because Pete, you're gonna do the the jacuzzi thing. Oh, I'm Jamie water. Wade. As we go monster. after the jacuzzi, mm-hmm. as a river monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, that's a little preview because we still got some stuff to talk about. Um, this week on Po Boys, um, when this episode comes out. Happy Halloween, everybody! Oh, right, it's the day of Halloween. Mm-hmm. It is the day of Halloween. Um, so River now, Monsters Mysteries of the Ocean, like now, that, just seems like running out of ideas hardcore. So Josh and I are going to be having one of our famous Halloween parties, um, mm-hmm. and um, next year we're still trying to figure out our premium content. Um, you know. Because we want people to, you know, give us money for Poboys LLC, but also provide unique content. So we're thinking about maybe opening this up to the public. But our party, you know, this week, we have so many, you know, big celebrities coming. Yeah, we're having it at Madison Square Garden, like we usually do. Yeah, MSG, um, as, you know, this people that host parties would know. A little bigger of a venue than we want, but... Unfortunately, you get to a certain point where it's like the the smallest you can do. Like if you if we literally even took one person off the guest list, it would be catastrophic to that given individual. It would be a whole to do, and they'd be like, "Oh man, why don't you like like me anymore? And did I do something wrong? And I promise, I I blocked John Favreau. I promise. When I told you I blocked John Favreau, speaking I it, of right? John Favreau, um, now. We apologize to our close friends, um, like Diego Luna. Um, Oscar knows this, so who cares? Um, and just, you know, our shakers and movers, fellow shakers and movers. But 
we are going to have more um, security this um, time than most because John Favreau had the audacity. He must have been, I don't know how, why he would even fathom to do this, but he gave us one star. He gave us one yep. star. And now you're dead. Okay. We're no longer us, a five star podcast. No longer a five star podcast. Thanks. Favreau. Even leave a review. Just, no. Just to star he's rating. a coward. Just give us one star. Said nothing. Said nothing. And beyond, oh, oh, man. Because you know what? And, here's here's mm. the thing, too. Is like, if you give us one star and a one star review, then, you know, we're not gods. We're fallible, you know? Like, we can make changes. Um, but now we have no idea. I mean, Favreau and, you know, we have this famous, famous, um, you know, fight with John Favreau. I think he's getting a little cocky because the Mandalorian's coming on in a couple weeks. But, um... Yeah, and we... I also have it on good authority speaking to the extra security and this heinous attack on our reviews that he is devising some sort of Manchurian candidate-like thing with Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner from his most recent movie, The Lion King. So they may be compromised. That movie was terrible. Even though they are friends of the show, never saw it. So it's anything goes. Even people wearing the face of a friend could be compromised. Um, and normally, yeah. too, this is an event where you know you can come as a stormtrooper, you can you know come as um, a Mandalorian. That won't be a problem. But we are ensuring that John Favreau doesn't come to this party because we don't want his ilk um, at this. I mean, we used to tolerate him. Because of his connection to a lot of our friends in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, we didn't want to make it awkward for our friends who are friends with him. Like, you don't want to make your friends choose. You don't want to present your friends with ultimatums, even though John Favreau has presented our mutual friends with ultimatums every day. So, yeah. we're bigger than that. But Not anymore. No um, more. Yeah, so, we, you know... No more! We're going to find you, John, once you try. And guess what? We even have a little party jail. Um, and it's just watching reruns of... Your movie Chef and other garbage movies you've made, John Favreau. So, um, I honestly hope you come. I hope you come to our party. And I will put you in a dunk tank and you'll stay there forever. Watching Chef and are there any other John Favreau movies? I mean, Iron Man was okay. <laughs> the Lion King on repeat. Alright. So that's that's that. Happy Halloween to everybody. Um, check out our Instagram to see what we dress up as, but... Not on Instagram. Oh, we're not on Instagram? I'm not on Instagram. Are you on Instagram? Huh. I guess not. All right, so, um, other stuff in the news. Um, we're probably the latest podcast to... And by late, I mean we're very late. We're about, um, almost two weeks late Look, <laughs> at this we're not point. trying to get caught up in the riffraff and, like, you know... Everybody else is talking about it. Let them have their time. Yeah. You know. Um, so the, epi the, the last the episode pack. nine trailer came out. Yes. Um, Rise of Skywalker. And tickets went on sale. Pete, did you get yours? Um, I actually got to them to an embarrassing degree. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, I have four tickets reserved. Um, for four showings or for four showings? Four, four showings. Wow. Good for you. So... I'm going to see at 5 o'clock, there's an, an event um, showing. So that oh, was 25 I can't believe you got a 5. That's tight. So that was $25. Um, 
And then I have AMC A-List, which is AMC's MoviePass equivalent. And I got a 9 o'clock showing with some coworkers on Thursday. And then on Friday, I Wait, have... Wait, okay, you're seeing it 5 o'clock Thursday and 9 o'clock Thursday? Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Back to back. That's awesome. <laughs> then um, I have a half day. That's awesome. Um, because I'm a teacher, I have a half day on Friday. Um, so I'm going to see it at 1 o'clock on Friday. And then I have a school event on Saturday. And I have 8 o'clock tickets on Saturday. And then... Um, my AMC A-list, you get three a week, and it resets on Thursday. So I might see it on Sunday as well, because I'm heading back to my hometown that doesn't have AMC. So it's mm. kind of like a use it or lose it situation. So I'm mm. deciding if five times in four days is too much or just enough. So how about you, Josh? Well, I only bought tickets for opening night because I feel like that's the only time i'm in danger of not being able to get tickets mm -hmm. like force awakens i was able to go to force awakens opening night like thursday night and leaving the theater thursday night i was still able to get a ticket for a show well the we you and i saw force awakens together that we did mm -hmm. that we did and are you going to that same theater yep okay i got six o'clock on thursday and then which that's the that, so not to um place you but um, you're going to a place in Virginia that is more of like an old timey movie theater. So it's not assigned seats. And we were in line like what, an hour early or 30 minutes yeah. early. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a really cool, it was a very cool Star Wars experience. Um, it was also one where everybody was a fan. So like even the moments that, you know, not a normal person wouldn't be like cheering for. Like, when C-3PO shows up for the first time, um, like, there was howling and crying when we watched Force Awakens. <laughs> but then when I saw the movie with a bunch of new people, they're like, okay, <laughs> moving on. Yeah, yeah, those opening night showings, they're, they're something else. So yeah. I'll, be, I'll be doing that at 6, and then my I'm going with my girlfriend, but she's working nights, so as soon as she's done with that movie, she goes back to work. Oh, I'm wow. taking the next day off, so I may go... To the six o'clock and then see her off to work and then maybe go to like a 10 or an 11 mm -hmm. and then i you know i have the next day off so i'll go then and then i figure i'm just gonna put out open invitation because <laughs> good a time as any to bring this up so her girlfriend's going on nights after that she works all thursday night into friday morning friday morning she's going to disney world with her family which will presumably include Star Wars Land. Well, you have to get uh, you have to get specific tickets. Do you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have to. Oh, well, maybe she's not. I don't know. I'm sure they're on top of it. But I will be a bachelor that weekend, so I suspect I'll be going. <laughs> I, I I will go at least Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, unless I hate that movie, or it makes me distressingly sad and I'm disappointed in it. But I suspect I will probably go Friday, Saturday, Sunday, though I. I mean, cars on the table. I did not do that for Last Jedi. I think Last Jedi, I just went Thursday and Friday. I saw Last Jedi, I think, four times. Granted, for you and me, um, in our friends and family circles, we're kind of known as the people that really enjoy Star Wars. So even though like I plan to go four times, 
um, during the winter break, like my family members would be like, "Hey, we're gonna go see Star Wars," and I'll be like, "Ugh, I guess I'll go see it." Because that's how that's what happened with Force Awakens. Is I ended up watching it six times, but a lot of it was like, "Hey, we're gonna go see this new Star Wars movie," and I'm like, "Ugh, yeah, okay." Let me get my bag and my coat. <laughs> so yeah, Force Awakens, I my my primo bona fides, I famously saw seven times in seven days. Oh my gosh. Was and I were so we're almost done with our rewatch, the the old ball and chain and I. And we watched Force Awakens um, last weekend. The movie's incredible, man. I I think in a long enough amount of time when you know, like we're going to presumably there'll be a point in our lives where for most of our lives, there have been, you know, nine episodes and, it, you know, they'll congeal together and you'll be able to think mm-hmm. of them more cohesively. And I think when that time comes, episode seven will probably rise to the heap as my favorite Star Wars movie. I love it. Really? So much. Okay. Saw seven times in seven days. Loved it then. I still love it today. It's like the only one I quote out loud as it's happening, like every freaking moment. Oh, I love that movie. I get, it's got, you know story hangups here or there the map thing confuses me but i love that movie so much it's so good oh man i'm actually we're gonna actually talk about force awakens um in this episode of uh, resistance too so not if i have anything to say about it that goes completely contrary into what all right you know what um so i all right episode nine trailer though (laughs) yeah the episode nine trailer so the only thing look i'm very exhausted from last last week's po'boy theater so i don't think we we need to go full po'boy theater for this one unless you're thinking otherwise oh i had no intention of going po'boy yeah. theater okay i'm yeah. done i'm yeah. done acting like normally you know um with some like co-workers or friends i'll be like hey check out po'boys um that episode last week horrifies me um i just luckily for you i'm pretty sure nobody loves to do it no, I mean, we got very minimal reaction. Um, I mean, it's one of those things that builds up. I would imagine. It's also well. Once I get my fan art that I commissioned for it, then they'll see. Yeah. Um. So more to come. Once that fan, will that fan art be out? Are you allowed to share? No, it? it's gonna take a few weeks. Is she comfortable with you sharing it on our Twitter account? I'd be shocked if she wasn't. I mean, I will obviously. I mean, well, no, because she's always retweeting other people sharing her art. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, and I'll, I forget her Twitter handle exactly, but when I get it and stuff, you know, give her a proper plug on the show. Yeah, point, point you in shout out, her direction. Raylo, fanfic artist. Um, yeah. It's not your fault that the fanfic was um, what it was. The greatest thing ever committed to word episode nine trailer monday night football it's out it's monday night football what are we thinking how are you feeling about this trailer are you pumped did you get you more pumped um i'm pumped i i mean i goosebumps as i was watching it um Mm -hmm. i got emotionally drawn to tears um only by watching reaction videos (laughs) <laughs> so i've watched probably 20 to 30 reaction videos um, wow. and then been like that's the wrong take that's the wrong take that's the wrong take oh, oh so you've been driven to tears of frustration <laughs> sometimes um oh my god and other times i'm like shut up kevin smith just watch the trailer um 
but I loved it. I'm super, super excited. Um, I can't wait for somebody to splice. I think they did this in Last Jedi or Force Awakens where they spliced all of the, like, teaser D23 and the final trailer together in a sequence. Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have not thought of them all three as one movie yet. Yeah, yeah. This movie looks gigantic. Yeah, it's a, like, it's a big one. in a way that we have not seen probably since the opening of of Revenge of the Sith. I mean, oh, the whole, yeah, I was just about to say that. They're on horses on a Star Destroyer in the sky, and TIE Fighters, and there's, like, there's so much happening. Mm-hmm. It looks so, so, so big. Agreed. So that'll be interesting. Hopefully they nail that. Um, I have faith. I mean, like I said, I'm fresh off of watching Force Awakens, so I'm, I'm primed and ready for JJ to land this ship um, successfully. You're shipping it. Shipping. We see Babu Frick, which Babu is Frick. fantastic. Really like his, that he goes like, give me or however he sounds. You know, little, little baby voice. Yep. Or whatever. Um, I was very sleepy by the time the trailer aired, and then I watched it again the next morning, and I was I was much more blown away by it. And I feel like it... I really like that it opens with Finn talking about the Force. That's really cool. I think it's so funny that people are like, is Finn Force-sensitive? And it's just like, no, he's not. But I've seen so many takes that like, oh, Finn's a Jedi now. Not going to happen. <laughs> well, I just think it's so... Quite frankly... I'm not gonna write anything off like that. Oh, I, but I am. I think one of the things it's done. The trailer, Ray in the trailer says all these people think they know me and I'm do or whatever. And I was thinking about that line today. And one of the things that that really drives home is the fact that like nobody knows more her. so than definitely more so than the prequel trilogy and much more so than um, the original trilogy. You, we've really only spent a grand total of like 48 hours with these characters because last jedi and force awakens take place so close together i mean when she says these people don't really know me from what we've seen she means she's she's right you know finn has spent six hours with ray uh-huh i have no doubt they're close i have no doubt they care for each other very deeply and i love their bond but i can i really get what she's saying you know like if you don't know me i showed up on a desert planet 48 hours ago granted at this point a lot more time has passed mm-hmm. so well, the other thing you know, too. We'll hopefully, get to see them in different circumstances. The other thing too is, she's also seen as a symbol, right? Like, yeah, Sky, very quickly. Skywalker too. is a symbol, and it's like, you know, and he Luke points out like, what do you think I'm gonna do? Kill them all? Do all this stuff? And um, who do you think I am, Metallica? And um, they're doing they're doing that the same thing with Ray is like, hey, we got this, we got Ray. She's gonna, you know, do all of this bail us out um and she's seen kind of like as the symbol mm-hmm. um we get our raylo moments in here i think though i i mean again i, lo- I love you guys raylo's out there i love my raylo's out there i think it's funny just uh um, raylo's happening i'm, sh- how I'm passionately... shipping it i'm shipping it <laughs> I just, raylo! any any take that anyone has i find it impressive the amount of evidence they find in any given oh, promotional it's, material. it's happening. I mean, they're in, like, just watch The Notebook. I mean, like, they have this scene. So you're basing it just solely off the fact that they're in, he shows up and he's wet? They're both wet, and they're both, like, dueling on this, like, start, on this Death Star, which, 
um, is or is not Endor. I have you, well, have you looked at any of that stuff? It might be Endor. It's surely not the forest moon of Endor. Yeah. So, um, I think they named that planet. Let's go over under right now. How many times everyone uh, in the Star Wars community is going to have to hear someone like me, I guess, uh-huh. point out? Well, actually, it wasn't Endor. It was the Force Moon of Endor once this movie comes out. You have any idea how many people are going to sell you that? Like, everyone. And then once someone hears it from someone else, they're going to tell everyone else they know. Uh-huh. It's going to be the hot fact of the year. Is Well, actually, it wasn't Endor. It was the Force Moon of Endor. You're going to hear that mm, a billion times. I want to call that a hot fact. Um, I just, I, just as I was watching, um, amongst the river the, monsters demographic, that will be the hot fact of 2019. Amongst the river monsters, that's not even Endor. Dracusa. That's the end, the mood of Endor. I'm Jimmy White on river monsters. Um, speaking of the trailer, somebody pointed out that there's a guess that the Tantive, is that the, is it called the Tantive 4? The blockade runner? Well, that's the ship. The, there's a similar blockade runner, TBD, whether it is a Tanta 4 or not. Um, and Ray is running through Yavin. Mm-hmm. I've, I was wondering that as well. Yavin occurred to me. Mm-hmm. Which in Legends, those temples were Sith temples. I don't know that that's a thing Well, canon, anymore, um, that's where Poe was raised. Or right. po- raised or conceived? Definitely Raised. Raised, okay. So, yeah, because he's conceived his, I believe, well, his parents are in a mini, a comic book miniseries. I don't remember whether he's conceived in that series or not, uh-huh. or if she's already pregnant, but yeah. Um, so I have one more thing I want to talk about the trailer. Um, do you have anything mm-hmm. else? No. Um, the thing that excited me the most was that Millennium Falcon and the rest of the resistance of ships. Yeah, I think you're probably right, and we're gonna see the Colossus show up in there. Um, so Carboni, Carboni from Star Wars show, um, mm-hmm. said it in one of the episodes. Like, is that the res- is that the Resistance? Uh, sorry, is that the Colossus? Is that the Ghost? Um, I have not seen an um anybody do a deep dive where they like have like you know super super high res pics of everything. But yeah, I mean, I'd say fairly definitively, I feel like that's the ghost. Well, it's obviously the ghost. Yes, I think that's yeah. hundred. Like, but I don't think you can really get a a good enough look at any of the other. Shit. Oh, somebody did a deep dive on. Oh, I forget what the website is, but they literally like pointed out each one. Like even Han's hmm. ship from Force Awakens, is like in the middle. It's like right behind the Millennium Falcon. That like freighter. Which makes zero sense for why that would that be in a battle. Was giant. Yeah, yeah. No, if you look at the picture of it, and you look at that scene, it's mm. it. No, it's. I'm t- I'm mm. telling you, look at it. Mm. But um, that was that was so cool. All of those ships, um, was like my all-time favorite part. Like the space battle, which I assume is gonna knowing like Force Awakens, the Last Jedi will probably be pretty small. But I'm I'm wanting like a Battle of Endor style battle, and even Battle of Endor was only like what ninety seconds, three minutes of actual like space battles. Uh, I don't know. It was a lot of it was a lot of space, but mm-hmm. it's all intercut, so it's hard to know. Yeah, I do wonder. I get the vaguest sense of 
like an endgame Infinity Warification yeah. of this in terms of it. They're very much kind of selling it as like all roads lead to this and look at all this stuff. Where, and like, I, I love both those movies. I'm not necessarily balking at that. But I, it did weirdly, and I don't, I can't even put my, I guess just the whole, the story's ending or they, it, it makes it feel, and I guess, you know, they are, you could theoretically be like, well, they're bringing together these three franchises in the form of the sequel franchise, the original trilogy, and the prequel trilogy. Uh-huh. Um, and in that sense, they're kind of bringing some threads together. Um, it was just, I mean, it, you know, that's more just a comment than anything. I, you know, maybe that's just my uh, my Marvel brain talking. But it it felt like this franchise being, the marketing of it being influenced by, I don't, I don't know. We'll see. Pretty cool trailer. Got my tickets. I'm psyched. I've talked to some people who didn't like the trailer. And they're um, dead to you now? Well, my, my girlfriend does not want to watch the trailer too much. Uh-huh. Um, she is worried she'll be disappointed. She doesn't want to get too excited. Uh-huh. She was not blown away by Last Jedi. Um, and she does not want a repeat of that, I guess. So we'll see. We're going to rewatch that soon, though. She has not seen it since... Her and I saw it opening night, and then we went back the next night, and, you know, she's she's in the medical field. She works a lot. She fell asleep halfway through the movie. So, <laughs> she saw Last Jedi one and a half times uh, when it came out, and hasn't seen it since. Um, but she's, she's decidedly kind of avoiding the marketing material a little more than in the past when we have, like, binge-watched trailers over and over again. And then my Star Wars buddy at the local brewery was also kind of... He was not into it. Well, and then we and I, it, I was surprised that his take was like, "No, man, get Ryan Johnson back in there." Really? It was interesting. It was it was not the take I saw coming, and it just shows like, you know, Star Wars fans are not a monolith. Um, yeah, and he was just like, I think Last Jedi, like Last Jedi, is probably one of, if not my favorite Star Wars movies, and and this seems more like big traditional. Um, so I, yeah, it was, that was, that was an interesting take. Um, huh. that, yeah, I like the trailer well enough. I'm pumped for the movie. Um, I think my favorite trailer is still the final trailer that they released on Monday Night Football for Force Awakens. And I went back and watched that one and it's still incredible, but it was a solid trailer. And we finally got five seconds of Rose. Thanks for that guys. She better be in this freaking movie. Um, so that was exciting. Uh, yeah, and that's that's the scraps that are left over to talk about from the episode nine trailer two weeks after it aired. Yeah, I mean, there's certainly more for us to talk about, but um, but it's Monday. Yeah, and I'm tired. And we're a resistance podcast. Yeah, for the next <laughs> uh, fourteen weeks. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. So we we talk about we talk about them them resistance. So this week on Resistance, we're on episode... Hunt on Cellsor 3! What episode is this? Episode 4, season 2. Oh um, my gosh, is it 4 the already? The Hunt on Cellsor 3. With, what the heck was episode 2? Okay. With Jamie no, Wade. As in description, as yes. the Colossus runs dangerously on food, Kazantor looked to catch the massive Jakku's creature in a last-ditch attempt to feed the ship's citizenry. You know, I had some notes on your performance last week. No, you didn't. No, no, please don't. Oh, I didn't share them with you. Yeah, don't share them on the podcast. Hearing hearing you do that just now, I realized 
I got pretty lucky with your interpretation of my material, so I will pocket those notes. Um, pocket and burn, Josh. Pocket and burn. All right, so this is an episode um, where the Colossus is dangerously um, low on food, and by dangerously low, I mean they have no food, and they're threatening to leave, so Odzi is like, I run a cantina. If there's no food, there's no Aunt Z. Hashtag fairweather aunt. Um, hashtag fair trade colossus. Um, and so the solution um, is to take the monster that almost killed the aces. So- the monster who just happens to have committed the crime of living on the planet they randomly jumped to, by the way. Um, and that's the thing about River... And this is a, it's a desolate planet. This is a snow planet. That monster's so big. You have any idea how long that thing probably had to live to get that big? But it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, that's... It's Go like, get them, guys. It's also... You know, you don't see a lot of them, too, so... It's clearly an endangered species. And it had the mistake of having to have a nest when they were doing their practice missions last week. Mm-hmm. So they're like... Um, and multiple characters are like, you can eat that thing. Um, so the pirates in ta- um, Tora and Kaz go on a hunting mission. Which, I, I mean, it's not like, you know, stories use the same, you know, symbols, the same metaphors um, from different um, series and stuff. But I can't think of one where... You have a monster one week, and then the next week you hunt and eat the monster. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I haven't tried to think of one, but yeah, you're probably like that's right. The, I don't think they ever eat Godzilla. Yeah, they're like, oh man, Godzilla almost killed us. How do you think he tastes? And then some pirates are like, let go. We can kill it. Having not seen yeah, a single and- picture of the monster. Right, and we should point out that this is a blatant attempt on Cracklin's part to destabilize uh, Doze's, Doze's authority. He's not just like, oh, yeah, it'd be cool if we ate. And, you know, it's like, hey, we're going to do this, we're going to provide, and then everyone will flock to us, and aren't, aren't we great and cool? Which is weird because other than Doza having the aces, and then he has his killer robots, he doesn't really have that much power. Like, the pirates could easily take the Colossus if they wanted to. Yeah, I mean, I got home field advantage, I guess. I um, mean, they definitely would have l- yeah. casualties. It's not like the... Well, and actually, I mean, can they, though? Because they've previously tried to take the Colossus and couldn't. Yeah, so. but that's, like, they couldn't even get onto the... No, they did get onto the Colossus. Yeah. Yeah, but they were I mean, repelled. they're just bumbling buffoons. Um, yeah, which that's reminds me, so the, the main buffoon I want to talk about is... Uh, what's his name? Um, his name is Snarl. Do you know who I'm talking? Is he the horrible werewolf yeah. man? It... I hate this guy. Um, I hate. Look, I'm gonna count my blessings because Great Blue Creep appears to have died or joined the First Order. I ain't seen them all season, which is great. Mm-hmm. This like werewolf guy, I don't like him. I don't like Cub's jib. He's too spooky looking. Way too creepy. I think there's a similar guy as him in Force Awakens in the Cantina. Yeah, that's what I was and about to say. And even there, I'm like, this guy's too creepy. This guy's too creepy for this movie. He's too creepy. So that is a Hask, is the alien. 
Um, and it's basically like a bat, like a furry bat. Um, mm. and it's just a bumbling idiot. But I mean, like, that makes sense for like having your villain slash antagonist be like bumbling idiots. Sure. Um, but this reminds me of this hunting party. Um, so I grew up in like a hunting family. Um, and like, I had to like go to hunting camp as a kid and like my uncles and my cousins and stuff, they all, you know, hunt not that often anymore. But like, this reminds me of somebody that like didn't go through any training, just happens to have mm -hmm. the materials and there's like, let's go like bow hunting for a bear. And they have, <laughs> they're like, that seems easy. I played a video game once, um, and it does not go well for Kragen and his pirates, to say the least. No, no, it doesn't. And it, it's interesting, though, this, the pacing of this episode was, I traditionally am a pretty big fan of, of changing up story structure and things. The climax of this really feels like it comes in the middle of the episode. They obviously go back and, and hunt the creature a second time. The Jakus! That name. Oh, I'm Jamie Wade. The, I mean, the you get that awesome pirate ship in a stingray crab monster battle but that's at like minute 10 and it wraps up and you know that all happens right right there in the middle of the episode and once again the animation stunning um you know the monsters and the ships look great in it but that and it, it reminded me slightly of the rebels episode um in season two there's an episode where they hunt a big giant subterranean worm on an atte walker um, that one was, it was, is the season two episode, like three or uh -huh. something where they, uh, meet up with some old friends there. It kind of reminded me of that. Oh, this yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and totally different. But, that was like a Dune episode uh, though. Dune is also, that episode also had a little Jaws homages going in it. I uh -huh. think I didn't pick up on that quite so much. It looked great. It was, it was, it was exciting, but it's, I mean, it, it comes in the middle of the episode and then, um, the episode doesn't quite, to me, reach those heights again in terms of ev evoking my interest. Uh -huh. um, but I think that's just because, I mean, again, like the show, the animation on the show is just so good when it comes to ships and monsters. And when there's ships fighting monsters, I'm just all in. I'm a very vapid fan, I guess. Yeah, so... Um, but they go out and they fail miserably. And then Kragen, then Kragen blames them. Yeah, that's like yeah. that's like Jeremy yeah. White. It's like Jeremy White blaming yeah. the victim because he can't catch the river monster. <laughs> yep, I can't catch this piranha. It's the guy who got bit by the piranha's fault. So he blames them. Um, Tora, rightfully so, overreacts, but Kaz is able to um, talk her down. Um, then. But Aunt Z is like, no, I'm leaving. I am leaving. Oh, and also Niku's leaving. Oh, I've got to go. Oh, yeah. Boy. We've got some thoughts. So it's, you know, put up or shut up time. And so they, they decide, oh, hey, we, we kind of know the weakness of this thing. We do really need to get resources. We need to get food. So Kaz and Tora themselves go out. Just the two of them. They retrofit the fireball with a cannon that Tam had been working on. And then I hit a button on my remote and my cable crashed during the commercial break. So I missed maybe something. 
Don't get me wrong, I saw Buggles hide away. Um, so you can take it from here. And I saw the end. I feel like I missed 30 seconds. So. Um, yeah, so they get there. Um, Buggles runs away. Like, oh, you brought Buggles. Yeah, oh. and then the pirates take um, Tora right. That's and what I um, Kaz's ships. Which actually... Because Sonara makes them apologize Which actually answers later. a question I've had about Star Wars. is like, are ships like cars where you have like a key... And I think the answer is pretty much no. Yeah, yeah. That like way. You, I mean, General Grievous just runs up on that weird unicycle with four legs and is like, I'm out of here. Yeah, it's just like, in a galaxy far, far away, they don't care about keys at all. Ever. Which is just interesting. Well, they understand that property is make-believe, and that you can never truly own something. Yeah. Except the podcast. We own the podcast. Tell that to Anakin in episode three. Ugh, destroy my life. Um, yeah, so um, they use Buggles, without really realizing it, to lure out the Jakusk, and then Cass is able to get a massive shot because... Yeah, and just yeah, murder it. Murder yeah. it real good. Don't murder. Um, <laughs> real cool. Because he sucks at shooting Imperials, but when there's a Jakusk, he is um, the... I don't even know, like, the Usain Bolt of killing Jakusks, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what a better way would be describing that. Um, He's a Jakus haunter. Oh, cool jacket, though. Cool jackets, though. They get they get jackets to go down the ice um, planet. Those are pretty So on the dope. buckets list, um, those jackets, the one jacket, so Kaz's jacket is reminiscent of, uh, no, 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 is, well, oh. ye- yes and no, the picture that they... Of the one in Clone Wars. Now, the picture they show are the Empire Strikes Back crew parkas. Oh. Yeah. Um, and then Torres is legitimately Leia's from Hoth. So, okay. Um, cool. But Kaz's is retrofitted a little bit to fix, um, to be with his color scheme. Um, mm-hmm. So. Both of them, though, have Battle of Hoth um, nods to it. Yeah. So somehow, smartly off-screen, they're able to get this big giant throwing monster on the Colossus and chop it up. Yep. Sure. (laughs) And cook it up, and all is well. And oh, Niku wasn't actually leaving. He was doing this cute thing where he makes the monitor look like the sky. Is Niku sweetheart? And then that Spiegel runs into. Uh, <laughs> it was yeah. a good touch. It was a good touch. Um, that was pretty good. Um, and somebody says Jakukt. Kaz does. I mean, yeah. he's Jakukt. The Jakukt. He's the king of bad dad jokes this season. Well, my hot take is Jakukt was a catastrophe, and I am getting that tattooed on my left shoulder. Interesting. Yeah. And so everybody stays, and it's good, and hooray. Um, I've got some thoughts. Uh-huh. Uh, when Buggle showed up, I was kind of over it. I was, I was kind of over it. I don't I was think really added anything to be to fair. It. And my cable was acting up. But I don't know, the Buggle's thing. And then, at that point, the episode kind of lost me there, and it never totally won me back. Which is one of those things with the weird pacing of it. You know, it, it peaked for me in the middle. Um, 
And then, yeah, it, it never quite reached those heights again. I mean, I, you know, I got no problem with monster hunts, but it, I don't know, maybe I was just sleepy. I don't know. Can I live? Can I live? Can I have an opinion? Can I live? Um, they play Ray's theme or a motif. Oh, or, yeah. Uh, uh, an adaptation of Ray's theme while they're leaving uh, for the Which monster hunt. Cool. Um, but is it why I'm playing Ray's theme? What's it got to do with Ray? It's like when they play the Imperial March episode two. I don't stand for it. Um, but that was, that was interesting. I feel like Sonara's been a little sidelined so far. She's got a few moments to kind of assert herself of a craglin here, but she's not as big a presence as she was in the first season, and I kind of missed that. I thought she was an interesting character. Hoping to get more of her, and I'm sure we will. It's a very big cast. Uh, who's this alcoholic with the mustache? Who's, like, just straight up an alcoholic? Like, yeah, drunk on his uncle. Face, like, this, his, that's uh, his name? No, but we've talked, we've talked about <laughs> this. We talked about this last yeah. season. Is that... There mm-hmm. is a Star Wars character for everyone. So, you know, with, like, <laughs> perverts, it's the great blue creep. And oh with um, people that have a friendly drunk uncle that is kind of endearing, but they haven't really got into the ramifications of alcoholism yet, you have this guy. I think his name's Al, who's, like, legitimately oh an alcoholic. Yeah, seems that way. For me, it's a guy... There's an episode of Clone Wars where they have a bunch of um, the men on Dathomir, Darth Maul types, competing to be a new assassin for Ventress, and they have to do a competition. And at the start of every competition, there's like three competitions, uh-huh. and there's one guy, Darth Maul-looking guy, and he has his hands on his side, and then over his head, he goes... And he just claps. He just claps once over his head. He reaches his hands as high up as a bill. And claps. That's my guy. That's me. Cool. Calisthenics, uh, cardio, etc. Joseph uh, says we're in the middle of a war. That's a, uh, you know. I mean, it's true. Right. So that's interesting. Calling it a war. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's an admission that he is never able to get to during it's, season It's also kind of cool when, I really like it when movies and TV shows say what their show is you know like you know star <laughs> we're war, in the of a star war, war a star Resistance. war i mean i'm yeah. not gonna get all of them in one episode but like yeah yeah it's like in joker when he goes like blah, 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 call me joker and then i scream that's the name of the yeah, movie I'm, like, oh my God. I'm just kidding i didn't see it you're not missing uh, anything i know my big thing this time is i'm not i don't I'm not convinced anyone needs to stay. If they have a means of getting off of a giant ship that's targeted by the First Order and has no resources, I don't buy their need to stick together entirely. Like, it would argue, wouldn't it be better if they split up and just, like, left the ship there? And we're like, all right, we're out. Like, if you can leave... Because I thought that they were trapped there. I mean, they all got whisked away. The First Order was attaching. They had to leave. They had to jump. So in the beginning of this season, I'm like, yes, you're stranded on this ship. Like, this is why you're here. But I don't really buy that they need to stay. I mean, they kind of try and like, well, if they leave, maybe the First Order will get a hold of them. Or, but I actually kind of believe that. Because at this point, yeah. the First Order was at on Colossus. So presumably if they've cataloged everybody, right? And then... Maybe, I suppose. They're trying to find the Colossus, so... If you're, you know, at another spot where, you know, you're known to have an affiliation to the Colossus, I mean, 
we've seen time and time again, wherever the first order goes, destruction is there. So, um, they all know that. And yeah. another thing too, is this is a world where everybody on Colossus knows that Hosnian prime was wiped out. So it's like everyone except Tam. Yeah, everybody... But so do they know that? Do they know that though? Um, does everyone know that? I would imagine, yeah. So, I mean, if you're not there for that press conference that all the first order but, guys had, I mean, Yeager and Doza all know, you know, what happens in a in an imperial or first order world, and they're both like they know that their chances are better all together. That's fair, but I just, I don't know. I feel like it maybe shouldn't have even bothered broaching uh-huh. that. Because, like I said, I, take, I was like, I'm well, not... people I would want to leave. I that that is like, You know, it's... The but... Colossus is not... Can I finish? Can I finish? Okay. Uh, I get that Aunt Z... You need Aunt Z to stay there because she feeds people. You know, she's a valuable resource. So I buy them me like, no, we gotta fix this. We can't have her leaving. Like, we need food. Uh-huh. Like, I get that. You play that card, I get it. Like, I'm picking that up. But, like, when you're like, no, we have to make sure everyone stays here and we have to trap them in this ship that's being hunted. I don't know. I mean, whatever. I just didn't buy it. So, do you have anything else? Uh, I just wrote, I don't know, man. <laughs> Which is as good of a transition as any to next week's episode. So, oh, next do we have week's episode is titled The Engineer. And... Um, Kaz and Niku discover Nina, a Nikto engineer in need of assistance, who barely escaped a First Order attack. Which is hilarious because they're showing so many Niktos in this show. So many. And, um... So this is gonna be like a Niku and a a girl Niku kind of episode, probably? I hope not. I mean, they're not pushing, like, the <laughs> Kaz-Tora relationship. That's true. So, That's true. They've been very cool but, about that. But, you know, Niku... I've actually warmed up to Niku a lot. I mean, Tam still is awful, but I've... I'm. Oh, my goodness. I have a problem with... Well, I got a problem with the writing around Tam. I like the character well enough, but yeah. Um, Yeah, so this will be um, an interesting episode um yeah how how's your Raylo card looking i didn't even look i assume i got nothing yeah i'm pretty sure you didn't um i was tempted to try and pass off the jacuzzi as another uh dumb fuel being introduced because it fuels people pete it fuels yeah, the people you can you can take that you're still not gonna win i'm not i'm yeah. not gonna do that yeah we could both like take our liberties with all of this stuff and still not even remotely come close very true. Um, between now and next episode, it sounds like we're getting a new Mandalorian trailer tonight, which will have been Wait, Monday. Wait, on Monday Night Football? This past Monday. I don't know. It didn't say. It just says Ooh. tonight. Ooh. Like, it doesn't say where or when. New just tonight. I'm Jamie White. So. Tonight, there's yeah. a new Mandalorian episode. Trailer. Yep. Mandalorian coming yep. November 12th on Jamie White. Oh, I'm so happy. I love that voice so much. Fish on. Um, well, I, I look forward to you hopefully forgetting about it. If you'd like to get in contact us with Pete and Josh, send oh, wait, us wait, an email. Wait. That's, That's so right. like never send us an email ever again. Hold on, hold on. I forgot. I forgot to check our email. Maybe we got hopefully. one. 
maybe please we got nobody one send us an after, email maybe we got a bunch and it was like oh my gosh that was such a good fan fiction and come right for um star wars resistance you guys are so good mostly josh and pete you made some acting choices that were weird um oh boy we did no! get an email oh. from sarah <laughs> who we did do the thing for great thanks for the email sarah uh, I'm ready to respond to your reading of Josh's Untitled Whale Project. I was truly moved. I felt I understood Ray's plight and the capitalist dominance of the First Order, as well as the mo momentary connection Ray and Kylo shared. I think the commentary of gentrification was also very powerful. I'd love to know where this no! goes next. No! However, I think Pete could work on his acting. Maybe he needs some That's lessons. Not... No! It's just... It's just a thought. Hashtag Raylo. Also, my last name is pronounced Haas, not Hass. So, hashtag get it Hashtag, right. I'm not doing another episode of that. Also, also, hashtag where's Rose. I'm pretty sure I said Haas and you said Hass, but I can't remember. All right, I'm going to blame you on I that. I need my bad acting. Sarah Haas, maybe I said Hass. <gasps> I don't know. Sarah, thank you very much for follow-up email. No! I'm glad you enjoyed our little thing. <laughs> I don't want to do another one. You know what? All right. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to write another one. One day, well, one day, we'll get there. Weren't we gonna do Rose fanfic now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Finn's the uh, delivery guy. That's great. Yep, yep, yep. All right. So, um, at Poboys Podcast on Twitter, um, our email is now um, deactivated. <laughs> doop 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 deactivated. <laughs> um, see you next week on Poboys.